Imagine that it's the end of a long day. You're Abram, and business is good right now because you're making enough money every day that you could just swim in it. You've got big ideas for your wealth as you are planning to buy some property and build a newer, bigger house for you and your wife, Sarai. As you sit on your patio to count your money, you hear a calm and commanding voice call your name. Startled, you look at your idols of the moon god that you've worshipped since you were a little boy. But they are sitting as still as they always do because, well, they're made of stone. Unable to find the source of the voice, you go back to counting your money, though you keep glancing over your shoulder because you can't shake the feeling that someone is watching you. As you count your coins, 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, you realize that you're no longer sitting in the dim moonlight, but that it's glowing as if the sun is shining on you. You look up and are startled to find a being of light. As you fall out of your chair, the being tells you to leave your country and relatives and go to an unknown land that he will show you. It grows dark again as you pull yourself up. You've heard ancient stories of the Lord, but you didn't actually think he was real. You realize your idols to the moon god are worthless because you just met the person who created the moon and everything else. You run to tell Sarai about your encounter with God, but her response is not one you expected. Why would God tell us to do something that makes no sense? I'm Pastor Michael, and this is Chicken and Waffles, the Bible podcast for preteens, where learning and obeying God's Word creates preteens that are unique and unforgettable, just like Chicken and Waffles. Hey, what's up, everybody? Pastor Michael here. I am so glad you're back for another episode of Chicken and Waffles. If you're new, I'm your host, and I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the only Bible podcast made specifically for preteens, because this is where preteens become unique and unforgettable by learning and obeying God's Word. Now, I know many of you have been obeying God's Word as a result of listening to Chicken and Waffles or reading your Bible at home, and I would love to hear how you've done it. So I want to encourage you, go out to my website, chickenandwafflespodcast.com, and you can click on the little microphone there and leave me a 20-second voicemail about how you have obeyed Scripture. Because you're unique when you learn God's Word, but to truly become unforgettable is when you go and do it. And when you leave a voicemail, I might be able to use it in a future episode, and then your obedience may encourage another preteen to go and obey God's Word too. So I would love to hear from you. Now today, we're starting a series on a guy named Abram, or you may better know him as Abraham, but that comes a little bit later in the story. Now much of Genesis is devoted to his relationship with God, and that all starts in Genesis 12. Now, you know, we've got two questions, and for all the new people out there, I'm going to tell you what our first question is, is what does it mean? That's our chicken question. And before God met with Abram, he was a normal guy for his culture. He was successful, he was wealthy, and he worshipped 
idols. And it probably, based upon our study of archaeology and history and all of that, probably Abram worshipped the moon god Nana. Now, that sounds like an interesting name for a god, right? And let's see what God said to Abram in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. The Lord had said to Abram, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. Wow! With one instruction, God completely changed Abram's life. He told him to leave everything that was familiar to you and go to a land that I will show you. And he didn't even tell Abram where he was going to go. Now, in our narrative today, I took a little bit of creative license with Sarai's response, okay? So, Scripture doesn't tell us how Sarai responded, but we know in later chapters, she struggled in her faith and trust in God's directions and promises. Uh, She just had a little bit more trouble doing that than her husband did, and so I kind of infused that into today's story, because when we think about it, God's instructions to Abram didn't make sense because everything about Abram's life was good. He was successful, he was established, and I'm guessing he was respected in his town, and it made no sense for him to leave everything he'd built, and he had a good life, and go to a foreign land and be a stranger and really not even know where he was supposed to go. That made no sense, but let's see how Abram responded. And we're going to jump to verse 4. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. So here we see that Abram heard God's word, and then he obeyed it. You know what? That sounds kind of like what we talk about here on Chicken and Waffles all the time, right? Learning God's word and then obeying it. And so let me tell you a little bit about one of my heroes of the faith, who did something very similar to what Abram did. Now, his name is George Mueller, and George lived in 1800s England. Okay, that was a long time ago, way before, I know I'm older than y'all, but way before I was even born. And England at that point had an orphan crisis. There were so many children that did not have families. And he felt moved by God to provide care for all of these orphans and show the world that God provides for people who trust him. But guess what? He didn't have any money. He wasn't rich. He wasn't successful. He wasn't important. He just knew that he had this burden from the Lord to take care of these orphans and to prove that God was trustworthy. And so he started taking the first small steps of obedience. And guess what happened? God provided for him each and every step of the way. And so by the end of his life, by the end of George Mueller's life, God had provided over $113 million in today's money to care for all these orphans. And George had helped over 10,000 orphans. Now, does that sound like something that he could have done on his own? No. He was only able to accomplish that because he took God's directions, he obeyed them, and God then provided. Now, neither Abram or George knew how everything would turn out if they obeyed God's crazy directions, but they chose to obey anyway. And God had said and told Abram that he was going to impact the entire world. But he didn't know what that looked like. George didn't know that he was going to impact 10,000 orphans just by obeying God. But God gave them these instructions because he had a plan in mind, and he knew how he wanted to use them to accomplish it. 
So I want you to remember our big idea this morning is that God gives me weird directions so he can impact the world through me. Now, with this, what should I do? That's our second question whenever we learn from Scripture. That's our waffle question. What should I do? Because I want you to remember that reading the Bible should affect the decisions I make and the actions I take. Now, you might be thinking about this going, Pastor Michael, okay, this sounds great and all, but we're talking about adults here. I'm just a kid. I don't think God could use me to impact the world. But do you want to know what I say to that? God can use you to impact the world. Now, recently, I just came across an article about a preteen named Bryson. And Bryson heard about a challenge to raise money to install drip irrigation systems in villages in Africa. And you know what? He was prompted to jump in. And he had the idea to climb Mount Massive, which is this big old mountain in Colorado, to raise money to go toward this project. Now, Mount Massive sits at 14,421 feet. That's pretty tall. And the hike was 11 hours and 14.9 miles long. Now, that sounds like it was hard, and that sounds like it was a big deal, but you know what? He ended up raising $28,000 to impact people on an entirely different continent. So you know what that tells me? Doesn't matter what age you are, God can use you to make a difference in the world, and he can do it through preteens. And you know what? It is not the outcome that is important. The important part is that you do what Abram did, and that's obey. Because God's got something in mind, and he has someone that he wants to minister to, and he wants you to be the one to do it. And so he's going to give you a direction, and to you it may sound a little weird, or it may sound a little different, or it may sound a little scary, and you know what? That's all right. Because he wants to use you to do something that you couldn't do on your own, but he wants to use you anyway. And all it takes is your obedience. Now, next time, here's my challenge. Here's my challenge for you is that next time when you're reading or learning scripture, you know, you might be listening to Chicken and Waffles, you might be reading a devotion book, you might be reading scripture, and God speaks to you through your spirit and gives you a direction to obey. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to first talk with your parents about it, all right? You live under their authority, so you need their blessing. And then second, go do it. Right? That's all you got to do. And what does that look like sometimes when you're you're learning God's word and God speaks to you? Well, it's often through he gives you an impression or an idea of how to obey his word. That's him talking with you through his Holy Spirit. Now, his directions could be big or small. He could tell you, hey, you need to go bake cookies for your neighbor, or you need to sit next to someone at the lunch table, or you need to talk with your parents about sponsoring a child through Compassion International. It could be anything. But the important part is that you obey. Most of the time when we obey, guess what? There's not going to be articles written about us. Uh, People aren't going to know about us thousands of years from now, like we know about Abram, or even hundreds of years, like George Mueller. But we become unforgettable in God's kingdom when we obey his directions, because lives are then changed and impacted, and people are drawn into a relationship with God 
through Jesus because you obeyed his word. Abram was unique because he heard God's voice. Nobody else was hearing it at that time, but he heard it. But he became unforgettable because he obeyed it. Are you going to be the same? Hey, thanks for joining me today. When you obey God's directions this week, I would love to hear from you. I want you to leave me a 20-second voicemail on my website, chickenandwafflespodcast.com, and you can just click on that microphone, and I may be able to use it in a future episode so that your obedience can encourage another preteen to obey God's directions as well. Remember, every time you learn and obey God's Word, you're becoming unique and unforgettable, just like chicken and waffles. I'll see you next time.